Let's give him something to talk about. I see the energy running out. You got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. I just want to want Tim to be quiet. I'll just play that or something else. I think I got nothing planned here too. Let's give him something to talk about. Wasn't there a Barney Ray song? <laughs> put all Let's kinds of recordings in here. Talk about. All right. Good morning. We're um, 45 minutes late because the 60-year-old man couldn't figure out how to run the sound machine. Right now, Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee's probably watching. Or if he's found it because it disappeared from YouTube, then it came back to YouTube, then it went on Facebook, it went on Facebook. And he's probably laughing his ass off right now because he knows exactly what, I'm, <laughs> what problems I'm going through right now. Maybe it's a conspiracy theory because you titled it Three Rebel Affiliates and, uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're trying to silence us. The, the industrial CrossFit complex is trying to silence us. Yeah. So this is Tim at CrossFit Palo Alto, by the way. Anything he says that may upset you or offend you, just remember it's CrossFit Palo Alto, not Diablo CrossFit. Right. <laughs> and then and, and what, what's great about Tim being on here and and being unfiltered is that none of his members will probably listen to this, so you can say <laughs> they will later afterwards. <laughs> and then uh, we have on here also Zia, and Zia runs CrossFit Counterculture, and uh, she's been on before. She was on both of you guys have been on the podcast before. Zia was with us, so she knows exactly what kind of tech problems we have because she was down at the RV park when we tried to do this. And same thing. So same. I pro it's probably the last time that Z is going to be on my podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> can accept an invitation. It'll be the response will be, "Did you hire a tech guy?" And then, uh, <laughs> and if then it's no, call me when yeah. you. <laughs> Literally just struggled with echo cancellation, everything else, and still I'm probably. Um, oh look, we we ha I actually we actually have somebody on, and it sounds like so if he can hear us, which is good, um, that means we um, he can he can hear us. So he would Bruce would let us know. Thanks, Bruce. Um, so welcome, you guys. Thanks for taking the time uh, to join us this morning. I, I was actually looking really looking forward to this one because I enjoyed talking to both of you. And and the reason why Zia and and Tim are on, these are two people that. I will call when I have um, things that I want to talk about. I don't want to say complaints more than just like an opportunity. When I have an, an when I want to vent um, or you know get an opinion that <laughs> that I know will 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 help fuel my fire, I'll call Tim or I'll text Zia or vice versa. Um, we'll share information. Um, and 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 keep each other keep each other going, keep each other in gaming. As an affiliate owner, it's important that we do that, um, so that we know that we're not alone. Just like our members won't come unless there's lots of other members that support them and are part of what they do. Same thing with affiliate owners. So these are two of uh, two of my comrades in uh, in arms. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, and I don't know that Zia knows, and because that. And I'm, it's not confirmed yet, but let's speculate because that's the best way to do stuff on podcasts is to speculate that way we can draw all kinds of people in. Um, the level two 
Tim had a um, Zia. Tim had a coach that did his that did her level two this weekend. Okay. And there, were, and there were people that were in the level two that had never taken the level one or no, had they took level one, but it was expiring. The level one was expiring because they took it a while ago because they like they like uh, they love CrossFit, and then but then they don't coach CrossFit. They coach like Pilates or some other form of fitness or discipline. So they're not coaching an affiliate. They're not coaches they're not crossfit coaches but instead of getting letting it expire they wanted to continue like they wanted to keep their sort cert, certification or certificate whatever and so then they were taking their level two. Oh, so they i didn't like because then that means that that was taking attention away from the coaches that i sent sent to go get the level two so they can get better it'd be like taking a person off the street, random person off the street and letting them drop into your normal class, you know, or even giving them a free class and then they take away from your paying members because they need all the attention and care because they don't know what the hell they're doing. So they've done their level one, but they didn't want to renew their level one. Instead, they went and took the level two, but in the application for the level two, there is, do they... I don't recall if they asked me if I've been coaching or how many classes I've coached. No, it just it, it says in there that you should have, it says like what, 50 or 100 hours, like six months worth or something like that, like when you're signing up is what it yeah. asks for it, or suggests. It does, I think, ask about, I don't know if it's required, but I think it is like a suggestion for the level two that you're actively coaching. Oh, so it's a suge but, suggestion, not necessarily. I think so. The level three, you have to submit like proof of coaching. Yeah. Um, I think you should. A, I think you should get signed off by your owner or something like that. Um, yeah. The I think the issue with there is that would probably limit attendance, right? Yeah. Well, okay, but are we trying to be better? Or are we trying to, you know, right? People feel good or just so just text. So, was your coach's feedback that the CrossFit level two coaches were having to spend more time with? I can having to spend more time with these individuals because I can imagine they would. Like I remember that being, I remember it being difficult, um, and. You, I, you know, I had to choose my words carefully. You know, I had to, you know, you do squat therapy or you coach someone. I I was coaching people on the jerk. And man, it was like, I, you know, he kept stopping and interrupting me, interrupting me. Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Why'd you say that? What's, you know, and, and, you know, by the time I got done, I was like, oh, I was a nervous wreck on that, just on that movement. But it was huge for me because it gave me great feedback on the language I was choosing and language, mostly language that I was repeating. Did she say that, I can't even imagine those people trying to coach a movement like that. Did they participate the same? I don't know. We didn't, I mean, we haven't done a deep dive and I'll right. talk to Andrew. I'll talk to Andrew tonight and get more info about it. Oh, was it Andrew? I'm sorry. <clears throat> I was, I it was uh, yeah, Andrew went and, um, and Rebecca went. Oh, okay. Um, did they, uh, by the way, did they pay on their own or did you pay for them? 
Uh, no, I sent them. You sent them? Yeah, I sent them. I want them to be better, Craig. I care about my coaches. Yeah. What What criteria do you have to what makes you What makes you decide to send a coach to level two? Um, and, and and pay decide to send them and and pay for them. What is it that? How did that to be the time? Like I think uh, I think first and foremost is that I want I want them to to know and understand that like I I want them like I actually want the best for them. I want them to be better. I want them to you know maybe pick up you know a cue or a tip or. A, Trick. I mean, I tell them like we have a kind of like our internal coaching system that I put people through and like uh, right. check. And um, I tell them I'm like, listen, you're gonna go. I was like, you're gonna know, you're gonna be fine coaching all the moves. Like if you coach here, like you're squared away. If you, but when you go there, watch how the, the instructors manage the group. So watch how the instructors manage the group of people that coach Pilates that have level ones that are apparently coaching for however long, but you're wondering, you know, you know, those people when they show up, you know, like, how did you get here? Like, yeah, the process, like, did someone, did your mom wake you up? Did you set an alarm? Like, how did you get here? Uh, because they, they can, you know, they move terribly. They can't coach their way out of a paper bag. You know, and then there's like, you know, other affiliate owners that are squared away. I mean, so you've got this broad range of people. I say, so I tell them, I'm like, watch the instructors, learn from them. Like, watch how they do it. Yeah. Like, watch how they coach, right? So that, because like their coaching is going to be squared away. So in some ways, it's also a, a confirmation of like, hey, you're a good coach and, you know, you can be confident in what you're doing and how you do it. Um, Zia, do you... How many of your coaches have level twos? I have six level twos. So my goal is to, by the end of this year, to have six level threes. Yeah, so I've got, I'm pushing on level threes too. I have two level threes right now, and I'm trying, I've got people that are trying, so I'll probably have a couple more, but you're going to have more than I will if you get all six. Well, the, how hard is the multiple choice test? That's what I want to know. Oh, I'm sure it's hard. I had, I have, I just signed up for it. Um, so we're gonna study together. And once they bring me their past um, test, I am going to pay for their their L threes. So, so Tim was being a little cynical there with that question. By the way, I'm not. No, I'm serious. I want to know, like. You didn't say how how difficult was the test. You said how difficult was the multiple choice test. One of my coaches, I have a I have two coaches that failed their first attempts at it. So it's it's a challenging test. I talked to two of my level two, like when I went and renewed and got my level two. One yeah. of them said he failed it four times, and one said he failed it twice. Yeah, if you're not a good test taker, if you struggle with you know that kind of format, you could, you know, you could end up failing it. They said it's yeah. all in the journal articles. It's nothing to do with like any yes. of the other tests. They said it's right. like read all the journal articles, and there's like a fact out of each one of the journal articles. 
So I think the level three, if you know, if I had to describe it, it would be basically making you more knowledgeable or conversant about CrossFit rather than making you a better well, which which makes you a better coach, but in terms of like coaching skill sets, you could speak with more authority about CrossFit because you've studied the content more intently in order to pass the level three. That's what I'm that's what I'm assuming the level three is, right? at least what you're hoping for right it does look good to have the certification zia do you pay for your coaches to get their level two i did okay you pay 100 percent. uh it depends on how much they coach so right. obviously anybody who's like a big key part of my team i absolutely pay for but if you're coaching one to five classes a month then you get i'll pay for half right is it subjective, meaning, or do you have like quantifiable numbers? I, I keep it pretty subjective. Right. Yeah. Um, and then if coaches, like we just recently hosted a gymnastics seminar and, you know, coaches that wanted to take that, that was available to them. Um, but it's kind of like on a case by case basis. But if, if I have like a prominent coach that wants to further their education, especially, you know, somebody I rely on, I'll definitely go for it. Right. So I've offered all my coaches, most of them are level twos. I've offered all my coaches that are level twos to pay for their level threes for the first attempt at their level threes. Won't pay for the second attempt. You have to pay for it. I'm assuming you do. I don't. Yeah. And I but I don't think it's the same rate for the second test or third test. I'll have all this information soon, but yeah, I said that I would reimburse them with the paid, um, yeah. or with the past test. And then I paid for all of their, um, first aid because you have to be first aid certified. So I, I paid for oh, that as well. First aid and yeah. So you get first aid CPR test, uh, um, certification, right? Correct. And you can just do that through the CrossFit portal. And so I did that for them as well. Oh shit! Okay, that's good to know. Um, I did not know that. Um, the one of the things that we did in the past um, was a crew. So I have a weekly coaches meeting, and it was a voluntary meeting. And I said, okay, if you attend, we're going to give you credit at your hourly rate towards continuing education. And they would accrue it, and then they'd spend that on any certification that they wanted. So quite a few of my coaches had their local twos paid for that way. Now I uh, switched over to, I pay them for the meeting and I'm more forceful about who attends the meeting because when it's voluntary, you get get kind of lackadaisical attendance. As soon as I started paying them for attending, then I get much better attendance. What a surprise. But the... Uh, but I, but I still, we're still covering the cost of their advanced certifications, not any certification that they want. So, it, you know, if they want to do a kettlebell cert, barbell cert, we even pay for one coach uh, for the Power Monkey Camp because you'd accrued those hours essentially in in meetings. Um, but now I'll pay for level two, level three, and it's supposed to give us prominence on the affiliate map which is a subject i wanted to talk to you guys about not yet it hasn't been launched yet well but you can already click on it 
in certain areas and you can see which affiliates have level three coaches. Right. Oh, well, they're just rolling it out. I haven't uh, seen that part. Yeah, there it is. So, so Koja says uh, it's 150 for the first test of the level three, and then fifty dollars for the next if you fail. Right. So that's good. Um, the so all right, so we'll go. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go back to that. So the affiliate map. Now I I've put in the information on my coaches, and you have to send invites to your coaches. By the way, you can check. This is a good test to see which coaches are reading their emails. Is you, yeah. know, you yeah. click and you send them that, and then immediately, like there's, you know, you know those coaches, those ones that are always reading their email. Boom, they click, yeah, so and so accepted your invite, and they put you on the, and then it, then it adds that coach to your team on the affiliate map, which is a cool feature. I, although they're not showing that information yet, right? I don't think so. There's right. only a certain area that they're showing it because another affiliate owner sent me like her little dashboard where you click okay. on her gym and it shows she's got three level threes two level oh, twos did. and yeah so i she showed me that hers was working so i think they might be like oh so they're slowly rolling it out trying to like figure it out maybe if you participate they're like adding it i clicked well, on I think it. it might not show their names i don't know if it's going to show their names it's not going to show their names it, it just shows like, their their levels right so it'll say this gym has three level threes, two level twos, or you know, level ones. It doesn't say names. Don Fall said there's two reasons for this. One is they want to. It's a way for CrossFit to improve quality control. Well, it's a way. It's a way to implement quality control to improve the quality of service that prospective members should be getting at CrossFit gyms. And I think that's fair. Like, there's not a lot of ways since we're affiliates and not franchises. There's not a lot of way that they can really influence us other than saying, "Hey, I'm going to work. You're running a shitty gym. We're going to take away your affiliation." So they do it by encouraging us to get educated and then incentivizing us by showing those people the number of people that are higher educated within your affiliate. So if someone's looking at like you know, my gym versus someone else's gym. Like, oh shit, those guys got this many level twos, this many level threes. At first I thought, ah, oh, it's just a money grab. And it may be partially a money grab, right? Because so they drive up, you know, they drive up demand for those certifications. They drive revenue in, which is great. I think that's fine for, that helps benefit CrossFit. I'm not against that. But I will admit that it made me want to drive, push my coaches a little bit more to get educated. Like, I don't want to be the affiliate that has a lesser, less number of level twos or level threes. Yeah. I mean, at first I was like, I don't like this, but <laughs> it, 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 you know, watching when I was like, okay, you guys all have to get your level twos um, them coming back, just more amped and being like, okay, this is, you know, something that was fun it was worth it i learned a lot and then i was like cool now you have to get your level three by the end of the year and they're like okay. but i think that it's i don't i don't think it's a bad thing um right. it kind of like keep it gives hq a way to kind of like keep tabs on like we're doing so much to improve crossfit this is a two-way street crossfit's name's on top of your door so like you know level up 
Right. Tim. What? Is it good? <laughs> Are you thumbs up or thumbs down on the push to get coaches certified as a way of, and then, and then put it on? I, I don't like the idea of pushing. I think I would much more rather, uh, I think they should incentivize. And I don't think incentivize as in, um, it's like coercing, right? Oh, hey, you don't have to do this, but if you do do it, then you're going to be ranked higher in your local area and you'll show up. I mean, this is, I mean, Yelp got in trouble. They got busted for it, right? Like they got, uh, you know, where you would pay, right, to be at the top of the search. And so then you don't, and you can pay so that your competition doesn't show up on your Yelp page. But then, oh yeah, that's right. But, right, remember that. But then I, so then, yes. and this is back in the days when I would answer the phone, and they'd say, "Oh yeah, so this is what we can do for you." And I'd say, "All right, what are you gonna do?" And I said, "Okay, well, how about this? How about I pay you, however much more a month or period, because I don't pay." I was like, uh, "And so then I'm gonna show up on my competition's page, but they don't show up on mine. That's what I'm paying you for." Now, what happens when my competition? Right, who doesn't exist, so now I can say, right? So Amity, just down the street, 800 meters away, they can say they pay to have to show up on my page, but that I wouldn't show up on their page. I was like, who wins? And she's like, oh, uh, right? I'm like, yeah, so all you've done is like, you know, cancel each other out. Yeah, cancel each other out. But Yelp, the Yelp wins, because Yelp wins, because they get more money, right? And so then it's like, okay, how about you incentivize? Well, if you're doing this, here's what you're going to get out of it, right? So, like, hey, you have, I don't know, a percentage of, you know, come up with an incentive. Like, you know, hey, if you have 100% level two or above, you know, you save $100 on your affiliate fees, right? Because you've driven, you know, let's see, 1150 per person uh, times, you know, for us would be a total of now it'll be like five or six people right you guys have tons right so you've driven tons of res revenue to crossfit how about a discount on your affiliate fee? right like how about how about free t-shirts and not noble t-shirts because they'll never show up <laughs> you you went there craig likes it zia because i actually named names right so i'll actually yeah. say that there is uh yeah so i do I, I like those kinds of incentives to encourage affiliates to do better like there if you put a monetary incentive on it i think affiliates will do more um yeah so <laughs> yeah we all like tim tim will say what what's on tim's mind the the noble jersey so that one is pretty hilarious that the that they they put out that big push to get athlete names on the jerseys and then I've just stumbled massively on delivering on execution. But I think that's why they had a new, they, they had someone come in that swooped in and bought a majority interest in Noble. And if you, when a company sells a majority interest very quickly like that, that's, that's usually an indication that they are on the ropes and starved for cash. Because if you're willing to give up the largest percentage of the company, control of the company, in order to, in order to, well, do anything, raise capital, chances, chances are 
you're 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 you are you are you are desperate because owners, as you know, if anybody's watched Shark Tank, owners do not like to give up a majority interest, and they always encourage people, don't give up majority interest, don't give up majority interest. And Noble did just that just before the games. So I'm not surprised to hear that they had execution issues with uh, they had execution issues with the with the custom jerseys. And anytime you do stuff custom, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, I don't know. Personally, I'm not. You know, I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I you know, sell the top five names and just put them out there and create inventory. They're trying to make everybody happy. The, the, the athletes got all pissed off a few years ago. Do you remember this? When the athletes got all yeah. pissed off because not everybody's name was going to get produced and only some athletes were going to get money. And then you had some athletes in Australia go, I'm going to give all my money to all the other athletes in Australia. <laughs> and I instantly, the first thing I did is I did the fucking math on that. Like, okay, you're going to get $2 per shirt. Let's say you sell... 200 shirts in your name you sell 200 shirts you get four you know two bucks a shirt that's 400 bucks you're going to spread out 400 bucks amongst the five or six athletes that are represented there and think okay everybody here's your 20 bucks <laughs> you know it was just yeah. a there's a latte <laughs> there's a latte <laughs> we, you know well, you know the story about howie long you know what howie long used to do back when he was playing for the raiders i think it was howie long Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, so he, everyone hated him, right? Because he was like the bad guy, and this was in the Raiders, and they had like, you know, all their all their mythical creature of characters, right? Yeah. And uh, so they would uh, print up a whole bunch of uh, T-shirts about Howie Long sucks and like the anti Howie Long. Like I can't remember if it was him or one of those players. And uh, and he his best friend would sell them in the parking lot at the at the games, and so like they're basically like hater shirts. It's so right? smart. And he I mean, made tons of money, right? And it's like yeah, because he like was like, hey, everyone hates me. Great, I'm gonna capitalize on it. That's exactly. Which is what exact? Well, look at and uh, so the first one to do that, uh, shoot, but was it was at the games even? I think. Um, you know, uh, Kalipa did that. NorCal had a huge booth. Remember that? They had a huge oh, booth yeah, and own t shirts, and you could buy uh, you know, NorCal, NorCal CrossFit um, t shirts back when Progenics, that's what was that, 2012? That's right. It was oh, yeah. We up with Progenics, right? And when they were yeah. spread, spreading the money around, and, uh, and it was like brilliant. Uh, same with, uh, you know, Rich does it with Mayhem, right? All these different, you know, brands like yeah. they. Dude, sell it yourself. Don't don't rely on somebody else. Yeah, you know? I think I've seen some of those NorCal shirts at the um, local thrift exchange. Yeah. And I see. <laughs> uh, what's, what's your buddy's name down? Uh, Vindicate. I can't remember his name. The yeah, he's right there. Yes. So he can. Uh, if I would be willing to bet, if an athlete said, "Hey, could you make my own shirt and we sell these in the parking lot?" Like with make it your own design, right? Then people yeah. would do it. Yes, people would buy that. And, you know. Well, and 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 right. So that's what you tell those athletes that are like uh, in the in the first and second heats. Hey, if you want a jersey with your name on it, make them and sell them. You know, on out in the parking lot. And well, you can customize the design, then it doesn't look like everybody else's jersey. Right. 
It's like, you know, fundraiser shirts that, you know, people set up for regionals. I mean, I've done it. The, the, so yesterday at the end of the day, I kind of, I opened up my Instagram and saw a post from Roman Krennikov, which someone wrote and translated for him relative to poor sportsmanship <laughs> and Jeff Adler. Yeah. And it was like, it's, and I think it's, it has to be the first, I don't know, you guys tell me, but I, it has to be the kind of the first like direct attack in on social media um, uh, and tagged Adler and tagged Adler's coach in the post. Didn't specifically say what it was, but just talked about poor sportsmanship or unsportsmanlike, unsportsmanlike conduct is what he called it. Which I instantly thought, boom, it lit up like, so, you know, the first thing I do in those types of posts, I go to the comments to see what the comments are. First of all, I was trying to figure out what the hell he was pissed off about. Needs to throw a flag on the play. (laughs) And so. I like how you just have a flag sitting around. (laughs) This is my no rep flag. Got it. Throw these in the open. Oh, okay. (laughs) Of course you do. And this is why I occasionally have to coach Tim on member growth. And my referee hat. <laughs> if I you're, a, if you're listening rest. to this and not watching this, Tim is now holding up uh, flags, yellow flags, referee flags, and he's got a referee hat on. I got so, a whistle, too. Uh, and a whistle to call people out. So... But anyway, so I saw this and there's tons of comments, right? The comments are awesome. And my first thought was, because I've had multiple people say this to me that are kind of outside CrossFit. CrossFit needs a villain. CrossFit needs a villain. Or CrossFit needs controversy. The CrossFit, game, CrossFit games. To get real attention. So you look at like, you know, you look at most sports, there's always a bad guy, you know, in there. And then it's, you, you talked about the, the Raiders, right? The Raiders were the, the epitome of the bad guy team that people love to love and love to hate. And same, and, and within CrossFit, they don't have that because everybody's freaking nice in CrossFit. Pretty high fives each other. Even Justin Medeiros and uh, what's this, uh, Lazar? It's the same. Someone help me. Who do you get in the bike crash with? Uh, Karate, Ricky. Dukic. Dukic? No, it was, du- it was Dukic, yeah. And Lazar Dukic. And if we're pronouncing that wrong, sorry, dude. Um, and they got the bike crash, but Ricky was, or not Ricky, um, uh, Justin Medeiros was super nice about it, right? And he was like, oh yeah, he goes, it was nobody's fault, but, you know, but he did kind of come in and try and take the line on me. And I would have thought if anybody would have been pissed off, it would have been him. Now, granted, it's the, you know, it's the risk of something doing something like a cyclocross. Like, you could be careful. It's part of this, yeah. you know, how you, how you race a cyclocross is you race to, to not get in an accident and to, to, to beat everybody else. Um, but anyway, so so we've got this now controversy. Are you guys, um, do you feel like uh, Krennikov should keep his mouth shut and, it's, and be the nice guy? Or do you guys feel like, hey, let's have some controversy and let's let's drive up, let's drive up fan, uh, fan sentiment here? I mean, I'm such a Roman fan and I'm such a Roman fan partially because he is such a nice guy he just seems so like so i don't know i mean he obviously feels strongly enough about it to kind of say something but i mean say something or don't like this was kind of like a half saying something yeah that's a good it was kind of half saying 
So it's, yeah. it's kind of like if you're gonna if you're gonna start it, start it. But what was this? I'd say though, Roman, this well, you could make the argument this is being the nice guy. The nice guy is saying, yeah. hey, like you did something, right? Whatever. Maybe it was the stuff on the run or whatever. You know that people have heard about, but you know. He's maybe he's making a statement. He's saying something, right? Not yeah. just gonna be like, you yeah. Know, the weak guy would be like, no, oh, I'll just take it. You know. Did you just know. call Justin Maduro's weak? No. <laughs> Why? Just gonna take it? I'd be like, dude, the guy cut. If somebody cut me off, I'd be like, yeah, you cut me off. Yeah. It happened twice. Yeah. Happened twice. I. I, I mean. You know, I use my fitness to race remote control cars on every Friday night. And you, there's some dudes that are getting ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet they do, huh? And even, hey, and I was, I, uh, I've been the victim of it, and I've been right. the perpetrator. And there was yeah. a dude, and he was pissed. And I basically, like, wrecked him in the final turn oh. in order to make it to the next race. And I won. <laughs> and you know what and I've been taken out too and it's yeah. like okay yeah but I'll say like you know he'd be like thanks a lot Tim I'm like yeah man sorry yeah. <laughs> like yeah Robin's racing you know just own it yeah I yeah. um yeah Roman so the thing about it is I think there's I re- reading between the lines I feel like something was said on a podcast or in a social media post by Jeff or by his coach um, that tweaked Roman. I don't feel like it was just what happened to the games because it was just. I mean, this is. It like, has to be after because it's been so long. Right. Yes, that's right. Because that's why I think it has to be after because it's exactly right because it's been so long. Something Maybe it else. took him that long to catch up to all of Sevon's podcast because he had Adler on. <laughs> And they talked about it. Did they talk about any altercation with? Well, yeah, because there was Roman? something on the run. Because and Adler was saying that he was like some people said that. Oh, uh, that's what it is. He was talking trash and like, come on, come on, but you're a runner or something like that. And um, and he was like, no, I was just trying to encourage him or whatever. I'm like, if you're in a five k, you know, racing for three hundred thousand dollars, you're gonna like try and cheer your competitors on. Come on. Uh, That's a, what, $130,000 difference to the second place, whatever it is? So, um, I'm, I'm, as a... Drama's needed, Craig. Remember, we need that, Craig. We talked about it. Should we share our ideas? Yeah, Yeah, no, so 10,000, so 10,000 feet looking at this, I'm like, I'm glad it's happening because it'll, it's going to create some controversy. It's going to, you know, CrossFit Games is the winner here, in my opinion. CrossFit Games is the winner because now everybody's going to be drawn in, fine, try and figure out what's going on. It's going to create a little controversy. And now more people are going to watch. Anytime those two athletes are in the same event together, we're going to want to watch it. And I don't want to see them hug at the fucking Rogue Invitational. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to wait all the way until the next games, the final event, then you can fucking hug. (laughs) Between now and then, I want you guys, man, just fist bump. No, I don't even want to see that. Yeah, are we okay with that? Yeah, no, I want to see him. I want to see like Adler go up to fist bump him and Roman turn and walk away. Nice. Oh. Well, remember 2010, 2010 CrossFit Games, 
Miko Salo, remember he'd finish an event and just go straight to the locker room. He right. didn't stick around and like, come on, oh, everybody, yeah. let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was so wads on my nose. Why don't I have super chest turned on? What super chest? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rob Zombie, he's 60. He doesn't know this stuff. So it's exactly what Tim said. The fact that we're here is an amazing feat. Tell him where the button is. Yep. So, so yeah, so no fist bumps, no hugs, no public apologies on Instagram. Withhold. Like, I want to, I want to, first of all, I don't want to see, I don't want to see um jeff respond first i want to see his coach respond first i want to see her like get all defensive and upset first i want to see that like i really want to well, i don't this... want to see her get like too defensive and upset like a... oh i want oh yeah i do i want to see i want to get first woman really, coach i want to like, get really un... i want it to be like, awkward and messy because it's awkward if the coach gets involved then it's and... going to be like oh the female coaches they're a hot mess oh coach. yeah <laughs> oh you're kind of right there though like, oh, first and last female coach because she's a drama. <laughs> no, not the first. Not the first. She was the first to have a champion. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. They right. made a big deal about that. Yeah. So tarnish that. They did. Yeah, I would agree with that, Dan. Craig, should we share our, you know, you know, because Dave is so, you know, keen on listening to podcasts, should we share how we can bring some drama to the games? Yes, let's. Do you remember? Let's, um, I don't remember what we talked about to bring drama to the games. How to lift, how to lift weights at the games? Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. So that this is great, and I don't know if I, I think I might have included that in a sideline text. And this was this your this was your idea. Actually, it was kind of combined ideas. So Zia, we'll run it by you and tell you tell us what we think. And I, I might have told you this. So the so you get the weightlifting event, right? That yeah. they got it all lined up, and 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 if you're on one side of the in the in the arena, and you're on one side, you can see it all, right? You can see you can see everybody, yep. and they're facing you. If you're on the other side, you don't see it. If you're on the ends, you don't really see much. So Tim made a proposal, and if you're the fans, yeah, you kind of see they go camera to camera. But Tim said, hey, what they what they ought to do is take those platforms and put them in a circle. So they're a big <laughs> circle. They're all facing inward, so they can all see each other. Which I like that because weightlifters hate looking at each other. They hate, hate li- looking at yeah. They hate looking they, at anything. They, they don't want anything in front of them, right? So we'll break that right there. It's like golf. You know, they can't hit a golf ball. You can make two million, ten million dollars a year playing golf, but you someone talks and it screws you up. You know, well apparently, same thing with weightlifters. It's the same way, and I get it. You know, I get a little pissy if someone walks in front of me when I'm about to do a my one thirty five squat snatch. <laughs> but <laughs> the but put them in a circle and then and then I added on that not only put them in a circle right and so then Tim said give them 10 minutes so I see give them 10 minutes for the clean and jerk so now you got 10 minutes to do as many attempts as you want okay. and now they're going and, and people are going when they want to go like you go when you want to go so now you're creating kind of like drama within the event itself because it's like oh shit so and so is going the crowd's cheering and then it's distracting for you and, and you can still have the, the weights, right? The, the yeah. weight you lifted, the weight you're attempting. Oh, you have to have that. You got to have that, right? You got to have that, right? Boom, bigger signs actually of that. Like that should actually be like. More of a controlled chaos lifting. Yes, chaos. because then everybody can see the weights that you're doing. And, and remember the, the last thing that you said, 
How are you going to bring in the most drama? Put the coach on the floor. Put the coach right behind him. Yep. Put the coach on that the floor. Would... So, so now what you got is you got a coach <laughs> that's kind of driving the numbers, right? And watching all the other athletes. And then also, if they miss, you got the coach there and you can see the coach. Look, coaching isn't one of the most important things in CrossFit. It's one of the most valuable things that we provide is our coaching, coaching expertise. We don't even have the coaches on the floor with them. So let's put the coaches on the floor with them to help to, to like, so if they miss, but you'll see the coach come to the movie, you need to do this. Figure out the number, whatever. They figure out the numbers. Everybody. The strategy. Oh, yeah. That would be not well, When they miss that jerk, they're going to be like, dang gum it. What the hell's your problem? Yes. You hit this 20 times <laughs> in practice. Oh, that have sucks, to Johnny. Be a winner. Uh, well, Zia, yes or no? Thumbs, I mean, that, thumbs up or thumbs down, Zia. That would be different for sure. I mean, watching the interactions with the coaches would probably be cool, but yes. um, I don't yeah, know. Because some coaches going to be out there saying, be a winner, Johnny. Be a winner. It'd probably work for the people next to him, too. It'd probably get the guy next to him just as hyped. Yeah. See? Right here. This is it. Right here. That would be awesome. Roman hits it. You're welcome, Boz. You're welcome. <laughs> Roman hits a big lift and stares at Adler while he's locked up. Oh, yes. Right? Oh. <laughs> that would be awesome. You got athletes. Who does the lift and jumping jacks? The karate kid away. leg brings it up. Oh, yeah. It does like, what's a Graciana does, uh, the Wall Street weightlifter does that, brings a leg up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. See, oh, yeah. we're, we have, we're just over here saving the games, just three OGs. <laughs> you know. But I, I don't want to see a resolution. What they want. You know, look, the CrossFit style, these guys, you know, he'll, he'll probably take the post down, you know, by the end of the day today. And he's already probably trading DMs with, with Adler right now. Hey, I'm so sorry. It was yes. lost in translation. That's what my translator said, <laughs> thought I said. At least he has an out. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Oh, that's the best ever. He does have an out. He could like throw her under. That's not what I said. That's 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 not what I said. That's not what I said. How do we go from training level one, level two training to to this discussion on oh the controversy? Well, excitement because you need excitement. Right. So it was last year. The excitement was Ricky Garrard, right? Because Ricky Garrard was making the comeback. He's doing well, and that's kind of faded. We need something else now. Everybody's kind of forgotten about the whole Ricky Garrard thing. Now he's just a badass athlete, and, you know, just kind of, you know. Apparently doesn't know how to ride a bike. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I resemble that remark. No, you resemble that. <laughs> well, to circle back to the. I broke two collarbones in, in less than a year, so. Yeah, oh, and Tim rides all the time. <laughs> Falls all the time, too, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Territory. Hey, if you're not, back. Living, if you're not living life on the edge, you're taking up too much room. That's yeah. true. That's true. To circle back to the, the levels of training, really quick. Yes. The only thing that I I feel for is those brand new affiliates that could barely afford, you know, to, to pay their bills and now they have to try to hurry up and fund a coach right away to get that oh, like i feel like i gotta get two or three because i'm not going to be ranked properly so that's yeah. the only one is like the newer affiliates that are just like okay i just opened i've been working my butt off i'm a level two but like 
I can't afford to send my coaches and newer gyms coaches don't coach that much. So it's like, well, I'm not paying, you know, $1,200 to get a level two when you just opened them coaching once a week. Well, how about this though? Well, here's, here's my comeback to that though. If you're, if you just opened and this is my, because it was my experience, I think it was probably, you know, Craig's experience to a degree. I'm sure I'm guessing it was yours. Maybe I don't know how, like, um, but I know you've been around a long time. Is that when you're a brand new affiliate, you shouldn't have coaches because you can't afford it. Agreed. I think you should do everything. I told a buddy of mine, he moved to Colorado, opened the gym. And I was like, man, you need to do everything. Don't hire an intern. Don't get anybody else. Like, learn how to, like, get up early, grind away, run every single thing in your gym, right? I mean, that's what, you know, and that's even uh, Greg's role, right? Like, I mean, you know, go back to those journal articles, super old school days, right? It's like, do it all yourself, figure it out, and then grow your way out of it. And that's my thing, right? So, like, the newbies, like, yeah, well, guess what? We've been, you know, I've been doing this for 14 years. Yeah, guess what? So you're not on the same ranking as me in your first year, you know? Okay. Yeah. Valid. (laughs) Valid. That's where it goes. And yeah, that's, yeah, there's, so I just talked to an affiliate who has opened and since closed and the day he opened his gym, he had three coaches. I'm like, why, what are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. Are they having powwows? Like you don't even have any members yet. Like, yeah. Well, that leads us to the gurus, Craig. (laughs) What do you think of, how many business coaches do you have, Zia? Uh, two. Do you like? Do you pay them? One of them, yes. Yeah. Are they like? Are they one of the ones that are like big in the CrossFit world, or are they business business people, like outside? Of uh, no, one's outside of CrossFit and business, and then one is in CrossFit. It, or this doesn't include your therapist, by the way. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> That's you, Greg. I don't have to pay you. Tim's my therapist, by the way. I love that. Friendship checks out. Checks out. I feel like you always need to be talking to people that are doing better than you are or are where you need to be. Like, no matter how great you're doing, you could be doing better and you don't want to get complacent. So it's just always looking for people. And I like to just talk to as many people as I can. Like, I want to hear. Craig is always good for hearing my worst moments, right? He's there for all of them, it turns out. Um, what is it so, that you would say? I'm, I'm, these are kind. Of, I'm trying to choo- carefully choose leading questions. What would you say is the 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 thing that makes Craig the most valuable? His honesty. I would say it's because he's doing it. Well, yeah, but like he's uh, honest uh, about it too, right? Sometimes you talk right. to people. And you're like, yeah, I've been doing this for 18 years and it's all unicorns and rainbows and yeah. you are got to do this. And there's, you know, there's a clear path. And Craig's like, no, I, I mess stuff up all the time. Like him and I just sat for an hour at the game yeah. to talk about everything we had done wrong, wrong <laughs> in the past like 10 years. We were like, I did this. Oh yeah, I did that. Remember this? But like, you got to be honest with that. Remember like, when I bought those handbags? I've had, I've had... So if, if it was like really serious where like I've talked to my wife about it or someone else about it, I've probably had four times, maybe five times where I was getting out completely. Yeah. 
and where, where like it's serious conversations about how okay so how are we going to execute this and it, some of the reason why i ended up staying in was because it was such a pain in the ass to get out <laughs> like marriage you know what you guys you, it, it's, it's, you guys know what i'm talking about right <laughs> like we were just, oh man, okay. All right, well, so I got the bucket. Wait, Remember wait. that scene in Officer and Gentleman? The lease, right? Yeah. Remember that scene in May- Zach Mayo and he's squirting him with the water and Lewis Gossett Jr. is like, ring the bell, Mayo, ring the bell, get out. Ring the bell and it's all over. And he's like, I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> I got nowhere else to go. I remember that. What are we gonna do? What yes. are we gonna do? Yeah, exactly. It does come down to that. Like, what else can I do? I always think, well, I'll move to some small town, some small affiliate, and I'll help them coach there. It's some affiliate. Some <laughs> then you're going to wind up right where you were before. Like, I know. <laughs> three years down the road, they're going to be like, do you want to buy in? And then you're going to find yourself doing the whole thing all over again. <laughs> That's exactly well, what would happen. I was, I was, I was, I was trying not to like come out too strong on the, uh, you know, the gurus that have no skin in the game that yes. seem to be able to tell everybody else what to do, right? They've sold their affiliates, which don't even exist anymore. They closed them down. Yeah. But yet they're gonna, they've got the answer for you to live the life that you want, right? Because- I used, used to be in the stock business for many years, right? 30 years, stock investment based business. And for about uh, five years, or now about seven years, direct in stock trading. And uh, we would always see the commercials come on during the day. The commercials come on that were people telling you how they can teach you how to trade to make millions of dollars and i had a buddy who was a very seasoned trader and he was the first one to say it he goes if these guys know what they're doing why would they be selling some book, some book trying to tell people how to do what works so brilliantly like why wouldn't you just do <laughs> what you're saying you're telling other people to do and make a ton of money and don't tell anybody <laughs> And, and it's just, you know, some of that is the same with the, with consulting. I get it. Some people are good at talking to other people. Um, but if you're if you're really good at running an affiliate, you should be running an affiliate. And I now I consider it kind of a moral obligation to CrossFit, and because it, what we do is so powerful and has changed so many lives. And now as I'm getting older, I'm more introspective with re- with regard to how we have helped people's lives, especially after three years of pandemic and no outlet for anything. We were the resource. I have strong yeah. words for them. I call it, one, they're leeches because they're, <laughs> they're just leeching off the community. They're not really providing anything and they're, they're taking advantage. They're like uh, predatory loans, right? On low income. So that, that single, you know, affiliate owner that just started that needs the secret to like opening his gym and being successful. Right, and he's gonna pay some dude ten grand to be his business coach, right on how to run an affiliate. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you know. But meanwhile, that guy hasn't owned an affiliate in however long, if at all. You know, and you're like, I don't know. I have no respect. For that. I I had a coach tell me, or a coach slash manager tell me a while back, a long time ago. You're gonna spend a, you know, for every dollar you spend, think about what if you would spend on a piece of equipment. You're gonna spend five thousand dollars on you know, remodeling the, you know, the shower or something, adding showers. Well, five thousand dollars will buy you five concept two rowers. 
And I, so I started thinking about that, everything in terms of a piece of equipment rather than bending on, you know, on something else. Because you know if you get a piece of equipment, right, you know that's going to go to work right away for your business. Even, you know, compared to education. So you get new coaches and you think, well, am I going to spend, you know, a thousand bucks to send them to an L2 or can I buy a new concept two rower and get one more person in class with that is not really good rower? I think that's the decision that needs to be weighed with every affiliate coming all the way back to the education, spending on education. But I do agree with, I, I don't like to see affiliates disadvantaged. I think um, you know, on that map, Lord, what I want to see, what every, if you're, I suppose if you're running a really good business, we did with L1s for quite a long time, just L1s, we you know, did fine. Because we, you know, we, we, we adhered to all the important principles of coaching that delivered good quality classes for our members. And so they kept coming and then they tell other people, do you guys get the majority of your business from, where do you get it from? Do you get it from people seeing you online or do you get it from referrals? Uh, I feel like, I, I feel like it's I'm kind of in a different area, right? I'm San Diego, so very transient area. People are like, I mean, my goodness, I would say 70% of the people that walk into my gym are like, I just moved here, I'm from another CrossFit. Like, I do like the foundations classes if they've never you know, CrossFit before, but I feel like the majority of them is like, I moved to the area, I Googled you. And then we do get a lot of referrals. Um, but I think being in a tourist area, Myers might be a little bit different. Yeah. How much? How many drop-ins do you get a month? I had seventy drop-ins this month. Wow. Really? Last month, yeah. And that's what? either weekly or daily drop-ins. Are the drop-ins coming from out of town mostly? Is it, or do you get people yeah. also just going? We're, and... Right, no, we're right by the ocean, so like we're okay. in like a touristy area. So they're dropping in from another CrossFit for a vacation, and it's part of their vacation. Are you, are you confident? Are you confident they have experience every time they come in? Uh, yeah, they usually do. I rarely have that problem where they're like, "Oh okay. no, I've never CrossFit," and if they've clearly never CrossFit, then I'm like, "This is not like okay. This is like drop in from out of town. You go onto my website. There's like a button because we have so many." drop in from out of town oh, okay. I think ask where do you CrossFit if they can't like have the wherewithal to enter one in and that's okay. kind of like yeah we don't ever we hardly ever have that problem where yeah, people like to burn it happens all the time they will come in and they will, they'll even tell me that they've done CrossFit they'll even yeah. name I've had people name a gym and then I'm like clearly in the first two minutes I'm like dude this guy doesn't do CrossFit but, see, so, that's, but that's the difference we, because we're, you and I Tim are not vacation destinations mm. right? so we, we have people that are probably doing soul cycle peloton and then they're like well you know what? i want to try crossfit i'm just going to go do a class and see how it is whereas z is getting people who are sense. vacationing there and they're yeah, you know yeah. they want to do crossfit on vacation yeah now we do the no sweat free intro where you guys want to do a tour and i talk yeah. to you first before you, and they'll try to weasel their way into a class yeah. Right. I'm like, no, we're we're gonna do this, and they're like, well, I've CrossFit before. I'm like, cool. You still have to join. Where? How long? Yeah. yeah. But so like those people who are like, I want to do a free class to try it out. You know, those people I am always like bickering with over 
my drop-ins are just like, oh yeah, I'm from here, I'm from there. And we get like regular drop-ins too, like for yeah. every vacation yeah. and things like that. So it's like a legit revenue stream, definitely for me in the summer when my membership tends to drop a tad. Um, yeah. Let me just let me just interrupt real quick and just kind of recap something that I think affiliate owners should pay attention to because I, I this is something I've talked to affiliate owners about um, in in the past. Don't give your shit away for free, and make people jump through hoops to to prove that they're competent enough to to be a part of your program. If you take your program and your education and your coaches serious they that is reflected in um who you let into take your classes um and put in front of your coaches so if you give it away for free and you let people come in that don't have crossfit experience to try a class or to try crossfit you've devalued what you do because you're, you're not just offering a class you're offering an education system that will that they can leverage for the rest of their life. They're going to learn how to move better. They're going to get healthy and fit for the rest of their life, and they're going to do it in front of a coach that spent a lot of time that is being managed by someone that owns it. That where movement is really, really important. Um, that will pay off in dividends. I've never had anybody not join because they couldn't do a free class with us, or if they did, I probably don't want them. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I think that's the definitely that's definitely the thing. Also not devaluing your program just in general. You have so many affiliates that feel like they need to get membership up. So they offer like $50 off if you join this month. Well, you've just set a new value for what you're worth. Yep. And one, how do your old members feel about that? And two, good luck getting them to understand that you're worth more later. Yes. You don't even really think you're worth that. Yep, no, that's absolutely right. The, the the discount offering the discounts have always wondered how CrossFit owners can do that and explain that to their existing members. I don't think that they're doing it, and I don't think it's successful. Like looking around, and you see like, oh, this person just is running a sale in their membership. Well, just it goes to what you were saying before with Noble. Nobody's putting product on sale that's flying off the shelves. Oh, yeah. That's exactly and right. I think right. it's that's well I said. Think it's, that's I it think right it's there. just uh, a, a naive, not necessarily you know to bash it, but like I think it's just a naive way of like we really need to get more members in quickly, so let's put them on sale. Um, but that's not the way to do it. But in this situation, and without proper mentorship or without guidance from somebody, that might be what they think is their only option. Like I always look, I remember driving around seeing like, oh look, their first month is a dollar. I wonder how many more yes. months they have left. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Yeah. in any business, right? Not just CrossFit, yeah, but like yoga studios or just like personal training facilities are like, oh look, they're giving everything away. It's never a good sign, but I think it could be like a last resort. My latest, uh, res my latest response to a, a lot of people that because they'll move here too, right? They've done done things. Um, you know, I had a guy yesterday. He's like, "Well, you know, in Boston, it, like, I'd usually go like four days a week, blah blah blah. Like, this is what you know, like most gyms do this unlimited option thing, and ever." And I just looked at him. I go, "We're not most gyms." Yeah. Right? I was like, "That's it." I go, "This is the way we yeah. do it." You know, 
we and did, uh, yeah. what, I, what I was going to come back to is like I like that and it also goes in with back to the affiliate map a little bit is that you said you have a box where you ask your visitors you know like what gym do you CrossFit at and that's what CrossFit needs on the map right is that they need that little thing that says if you're if you select the drop-in button like because Craig did the little test I did the little test right yeah. you probably you probably tried it too right did you check it out and see like hey what yeah. does this gonna look like right yeah so um but there's nothing that so I, and I got one yesterday and he's gonna come in next week but it was an extra step because I had to then ask him hey what gym do you go to right like oh hey thanks for looking us up da, 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 da. I'm not gonna give you the link yet I want to hear what gym you've gone to for how long right and he's yeah. like oh I go to this gym for two years in Brazil blah 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 right and everything's cool Right, but it was just one more step. Whereas they could eliminate that because if they don't name and make it a drop down, make oh, it a search. Yes. Like when you're doing the um, when you're typing in searching on the games website, right, for whatever, and it's like for the judges or whatever it is, like you can find that affiliate. You select that affiliate. Don't let them type in any old name, right? If you don't know the name, it drives me insane. I mean, I've even got members that are like. Uh, you know, Palo Alto CrossFit. And I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? You've been a member for 10 years. <laughs> you have five of your members that say CrossFit Palo Alto, right? I'm like, you're standing right it. under a sign, but they CrossFit still Diablo, find CrossFit it. Diablo, that drives me insane. I don't but know why. There is it, but they'd still be able to find it. You know what I mean? So it's like, but yep. that would help us. Right? Yeah. You want to help affiliates? Okay, give us a good message. Don't give us well, more work. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that might be something to bring to the, They're super receptive right now of anything they that are. affiliates need. So, like, especially Craig. Especially I mean, Craig. Craig's got the power. I'm sure that they would love to hear that because the whole point of that map is to tee it up for right. affiliates. Right. So, I'm sure they'd like to hear that. But they're do, still in do, the process. Of do you guys do out. this? By the way, do you guys do this? Um, so we get so sometimes people will make a tour they're coming in and then they say we got CrossFit experience uh, do you guys Google their name and CrossFit oh, to yeah. see if they registered for the open totally <laughs> totally we talked about one of the gurus that hadn't done the open since like 2012 or something. <laughs> and I was like dude what are you talking about what gym oh that gym doesn't exist yeah, I do that too. With if, if they're giving it's, advice, some call it cyber stalking. Others call advice, it research. Big on research. Media, I will. Research. I'll do. I'll Google their name and CrossFit and say, oh, wait a minute, they haven't done the open since. It's not stalking. It's research. Right. It's research. I agree. Yeah. My favorite is when you get a new member and it's like, well, my gym shut down, but they only charged this, and I was like, yeah. cool. That's they shut I down, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can you honor that price? No, I don't oh, want to shut down. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> nice. no, I don't want to shut down. <laughs> we're on That's a different a path. We're on a different path. Yeah, yeah, we're on. I like it. That's great. You're right, Craig. I do like her. She's great. I told you, <laughs> but Craig. I tease Craig. You probably already know this, right? Because Craig's the CrossFit dad. Right? Like, yeah, I like I've that. Called, I've been called that here at the Indicate, if, you, if you're still watching, we need a Craig shirt with the CrossFit Dad logo. We need a CrossFit Dad for Craig. He definitely has the tech savvy shirt. to get that title. Well, that's good. Craig's rich, rich. He doesn't do podcast money. No, no. <laughs> I could use every extra dollar. <laughs> I get a new podcast. Actually, then I can hire a tech guy. 
Dad bod. No, not dad bod. That means this dude, he's my hero, 60 years old. I want to be like Craig when I grow up. Oh, man, this is good. So the, um, yeah, coming back to that, it's, yeah, I will Google to the, you know, the, or the, you know, when you get these coaches, the top coaches in CrossFit, and I Google and to see what their CrossFit competition experience is like. And admittedly, I get frustrated. Is that, but I'm an all in guy, right? So, you know, yet I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not training to compete at the CrossFit Games anymore, but I'll still do the Open because I want my community to do it and I want to be a part of it. I want to be part of the intramural Open. I want to see how these workouts go because I want to test it myself. Um, I want to set an example for my members. If I'm telling my members they should do the Open as an annual test, then I should be doing it myself. I've always been, it was since the beginning, it was one. Of, it, was, it was actually one of the reasons why I opened the gym because I remember going to, you guys remember back in the day, you go to a Gold's Gym or 24-Hour Fitness or something like that, and you'd walk in and no one looked like, the people that were working there didn't even look like they work out. That was a yeah. common, that's a common theme in a lot of gyms. And so I always wanted to like practice what you preach. You don't have to, you don't have to look, you don't have to look like a chiseled Adonis or, you know, a, you know, a, uh, a CrossFit, um, you know, girl athlete. You just gotta, but you do need to, it, you know, show up in class and work out and be part of the whole process, right? You need to be self-improving if you're going to teach self-improvement or self self-improvement. And it bothers me. This is the one that's going to get me in trouble, but it bothers me when I get these coaches who are coaching CrossFit Games athletes that cannot or do not do the Open. Some of them haven't done it for years. Mm. And, 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 I, and I just, and don't register. So first of all, like they're, they won't make the $20 contribution to the CrossFit Games, but they'll be on every message board saying, hey, the athletes need to get paid more. Um, or CrossFit needs to do a better job of running it. And first of all, you don't get to say shit. I, I feel like if you if didn't... If you're not register, participating, then we don't yes. need your feedback. Thank you. Just like, I mean, that's it starts as simple as that. And we know who these athletes are, Pembroke, Dryden, CJ Martin, Max. <laughs> <laughs> but... Pembroke, I love I, I, I love CJ. I, I love CJ too. I do. Um, and but I want to see these guys do the open. Like no one's going to judge you for a crappy performance in the open. You're a busy guy. You got ten thousand athletes that do your programming. You got a family. You're like, well, we just want to see you in the open. And maybe they do. Maybe they the way they probably do is they do the intramural open or something like that. But anyway, that's one. That 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 little. I don't know. I think all the personalities. You know, maybe even to have seminars at the, uh, you know, oh, those workouts. Yeah. I want to see it. Cool. Oh, I yeah. know. It's, I know what Tim's referring to, too. People that are giving advice, too, that look like they haven't been in the gym in a long, long time. So I want to see your open performance. And then we, well, yeah, what we what we then, because what's great about CrossFit is, right, you, you can hashtag and create your own, like, leader group. So then we could do, like, hashtag um, elite athlete coach. And then we could see, and then we could compare all the elite athlete coaches to see how they do against each other. That would actually be pretty cool. Right? <laughs> see who the fittest yeah. of them is. Well, you know, I, then, I tell my kids, I tell my kids, you know, 
I don't like. Well, number one, this was told to me by uh, a guy many years ago. I asked him. Uh, my kids were infants, small, very small. His son was uh, nine at the time, and I said, "Hey, do you ever, uh, you ever let your son win?" And he says, "Never." Yes. Right? I was like, "What?" He goes, "No, I never let him win. That way, when he beats me, because he will, he'll know he earned it." Yeah. And so that what I tell him, and this is the way I approach it at the gym, right? Do I get the fastest time on most workouts? Yeah, maybe if I do it, right? Uh, but there's plenty of times that I get beat. And I say, you know what? I still win. Just like my kids, I tell them. I was like, hey, when you beat me, I still win. Because that means look at what kind of coach dad is, right? You know, my athletes beat me, great. Look how good I'm such a good coach. I coach you to beat me. Right, one hundred percent. I have said that numerous times at the gym. You know, I don't need to be on the top. The other like, people, I'll lead from the front, but I might not always be in front. I will compliment people behind their backs to other coaches when, and I tell them, you know, Ted, who you know, for example, he's my age, and I'm like, Ted's beating me now pretty regularly. Like, man, that guy has made huge improvements. Like, because I, I use myself as kind of like the the uh, kind of a, a benchmark right and it and if they start getting up and getting close yeah it creates anxiety i want to do better but then they start beating me I'm like that's freaking awesome that's amazing yeah. and and that means we're doing something right and and you know and and you know and, and we're also holding ourselves accountable right like shit do i i need to lift more Right? I need to, you know, myself personally, because you know, people are more people are starting to beat me, so I need to, I need to raise my bar. Um, I think there's something to that um, that, you know, I, I, I wish others would cling to. So, we have so, a couple know, of minutes. What, we, what, what else do we, yeah. did we miss? We got oh the yeah, you guys. How sorry, to, we how went to fix the games. We how to fix the website? Keep the app. Yep. Yeah, we fixed the map, and then education. We I think we covered all the uh, key points, salient points. I could we I could keep going on this. I w- I, w- I do want to. I would love to make this a regular thing. How can we um, How can we fix Craig's tech problems? I will fix my tech problems. I'll get them narrowed down. I'm gonna. I'm, what I'm gonna do is create a checklist because I figured out what it was, and it was just a connection issue that I had on my end. So there's a book. It's called the Checklist Manifesto. It's pretty good. Oh yeah. Is there? Also, yeah. like repetitive, like you're supposed to get better as you do these. So maybe yeah. 60, podcast 60. <laughs> I think she just put like a boundary on you, Craig, that she's only going to allow every 10 episodes <laughs> that she'll come back. You know what's great about this? She delivers it so subtly, too. And she's <laughs> not like, okay, what is it? Oh. Right. Hey, and maybe then Vindicate's going to have the, uh, the shirt. Hey, uh, Craig, the CrossFit dad shirt ready. Yeah, that's great. People in my gym will buy that. That has been said to me. Well, the best was that farm. So farmer carries wall balls and rowing. Like I, that, that's my, those are kind of, kind of my jam. And I, I beat one of our competition, one of our RX plus athletes, competition athletes here. And he just in front of all the other RX Plus athletes, I got beat by dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It was the best ever. <laughs> anyway, well, listen, you guys. Did thanks you write it me. in your journal? No, no, man. We did. Let's not go to journal. 
Jim really wants to put it on your benchmark page. So Z is going to be the deciding vote on on this whole thing right now. Okay. Zia, do your members do your members do written journals or uh, like a Beyond the Whiteboard or Sugar Wad? Wattify. We have yeah, we have Wattify, and they obsess over it way more than I think they should. Oh, she gave like the politically correct answer. Oh, it drives me insane. It absolutely, if I could deactivate the damn thing, the, the bickering and the arguing and the so-and-so didn't really do this, or this or that, like just, oh my God. Never let them be She just like, she totally like, yes, I'm doing what you're doing, Craig, but I like what Tim's doing and I think I'm gonna do what Tim's doing. Like, you could, no. you could, you're like, you should be a politician. You're brilliant. Oh, here you go. <laughs> He's look. He's going to get his journals, his written journals. I knew it. Oh so. my gosh! Oh, yeah, that's Tim, Tim no, still mine's, journals. Okay, well, I was not born in the '60s, so <laughs> I was on a computer. But they obsess over it with one I another. It's Go to my like, members. I just can't. Yeah, admittedly, like it's a good place for data keeping, but I agree with you. Like, there's some obsession that people get upset. I get, I get oh, complaints about people's scores. Yeah. I know. All right, so that we'll leave it unresolved, Tim. All right. And you got Zia gave a vote for both of us because. Oh. <laughs> this is just a few. Yeah. All right. Well. All right, you we'll guys, my girls all the way back time. to 2000. Well, when I started CrossFit, actually. Oh, you guys. Do uh, you guys have an awesome uh, rest of your day? And thank you very much for being on. Thank you. Um, have a good one. We are. We are going to do this again. Eleven ten. Well, yeah, because we got to see this. I like the, you see the shirt idea he's got? Never let dad beat you. Walk Charlie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> see you guys. See ya. Thanks, All right. Thank you very much.